TC. Hey, man. How you doing? I'm uh, a little better than I was yesterday because it's about 45 degrees cooler. <laughs> yeah, like 180 degrees out here. On yes, this was not good. It wasn't not, not, not a good thing. East Coast is getting it now. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay, so you got this great show. It's going to be the, it's uh, you know, as far as I, it's, from my money, it's the best thing in the, in the Blues Festival. And oh. and it's uh, when it's it's the fifth, right? Yes. Which is Monday. Uh, so, uh, one at noon and one at six. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, tell me about it. It's it's the three kings, uh, Albert, BB, and Freddie, right? Right. And who's in the band? Well, we got uh, in the rhythm section. We got one of one of the finest blues guitarists and uh, a guy that works at uh, uh, the blues festival from the initial initial beginnings, Peter Danny. Yeah, man. Then we got John Mazzocco on bass. Mazzocco. <laughs> people, yeah, pe- I don't think a lot of people realize that, 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 that he toured with John Lee Hooker. Oh, well... <coughs> I know he's playing his ass off. I know that. Well, I don't think he knows any other way. <laughs> and we got one of the finest B3 players ever. We call him the king uh, of the B3, yeah. Louis Payne, King, king Louis. King Louis, yeah. <laughs> Louis is a great, great player. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And... uh the, the, the other part of the rhythm section is some guy, some drummer guy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just he's just along for the ride, right? And then, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and then we got, uh, oh man, having such a brain. All right, tell me about tell me about Mike Osborne. I don't know that a lot of people know him. Well, he played with Hook, you know. Yeah, I know that. I mean, I may and, know that, but. And who else? And he's a guitarist and a uh-huh. great guy. Yeah. And we're going to have uh, also joining us will be Jim Pugh, keyboard player, you know, organ, piano. Yeah. He's going to play piano with us. He's, nice. He's, uh, he's got his, his own little label thing going on right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, promoting a lot of artists, a lot of blues artists, and uh, uh-huh. especially I. He's actually going to produce a new Silent Partners record with me and Russell Jackson and Andrew Jr. Boy Jones. Wow, that's nice. Is, are you working on it yet? We're writing right now. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm excited about it. It was an idea he came up with, and uh, so we're going to go with it. Nice. But um, this was something that I was talking about doing. I mean, I've been doing these kind of tribute things for for BB. Uh, honoring him by, you know, I did a big show up in Port Chester, New York. Mm-hmm. I co-produced, which it was okay, but a lot of politics was involved, and ticks was getting on my nerves, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, it, it was good. But uh, I went to Mississippi to BB's, museum in Indianola 
where he's buried and uh they re uh renovated it made it bigger expanded it the museum they put his bus in there and his rolls royce and his favorite car his el camino that he had and, nice nice and a lot of his stuff and uh they build up a uh, nice place around his grave site like a little mausoleum type place and uh we we had susan tedeschi Derek trucks gary clark jr mm-hmm. fish mr mm-hmm. sip fast eye jackson kenny mm-hmm. neal mm-hmm. uh walter king his nephew who was used to be his band leader at a certain point and we just did a great show <clears throat> out there in the they blocked the street off in front of the museum and it was um it was just a lot of fun so, so I, I see I, oh I'm, I'm sorry go ahead so now we're gonna do we're gonna do this and it's gonna be fun too <laughs> mm-hmm. so I see Frank Goldwasser is gonna be playing with you guys too yeah, I hear he's moving back to to uh, Germany. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I heard. So uh, you got uh, one, one horn. How many horns you got? I think you got Chris Mercer in there. Anybody else? We 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 have trumpet and sax. Nice, nice, nice. Very good. You got to have that, don't you? Of course. Do, yeah. Do. Okay. To do it the right way, I think. Right, right. Okay, you know, because everybody in, in everybody on Earth knows BB King, and about half the people on Earth know Albert King, but Freddie King has always been a you know because he died so young, and uh, 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 it's kind of it's kind of a mystery to a lot of people. You, did you you worked with him? I worked on a couple of concerts with him, but never in his band. I see, I see. So but, do, you, uh, do you get a measure of him? Do you know what he what he was like? He's very powerful, just strong. He, yeah. he was like, yeah. I call him the George Foreman of guitar players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You look at him on YouTube. If you could, you could turn the volume off and watch him playing, and you know it's something serious going on with him. <laughs> <laughs> when you see the way he holds that guitar, you know it's held pretty strong. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a—he was just a larger-than-life kind of musician, blues man. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I call him the George Foreman of uh, blues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's that's the only way I can describe it. If you knew how George Foreman was as a boxer. Oh no, that's a great description. I mean, it's that's it's you know that's that's a very very visual description of Freddie King. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, and it's a, it's a shame he died so young. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I think he was 42, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And they say he partied too much, but who knows? You know, you never know about those things. Well, I mean, it just, you know, it's, it's funny how that works. Some people party, drink, uh, snort, shoot up, everything, <laughs> and they still, you know. Yeah, yeah. How that works with different people, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so how's it going to work? How's the gig going to work? You're going to you're going to do go back and you're going to you're going to do a, a a group of of songs from each, or you're going to mix them up? Well, we're going to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. 
through through uh some some of their best songs you know uh-huh. from the from the ones that everybody knows and maybe two or three that people didn't know but they but they're gonna know and they're gonna go yeah i like that song yeah yeah, that's that's always one of the great. That's that's always so much fun about these kinds of things because you, you know, because I mean, everybody goes to to hear the things they like, but the 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 joy is in learning stuff that you didn't know, you know. Yeah, I mean, because <clears throat> a lot of these blues artists have great songs that they, I mean, they couldn't do it. No artist can do every song he has, but. A lot of these blues artists had great songs that they didn't particularly play a lot that may be considered their B sides, and some of those mm-hmm. are better. Yeah, yeah, and because yeah. uh, yeah. what's what's a B side anyway? It's somebody's marketing idea. Yeah, I mean, Stormy Monday, Bobby Blue Bland, Stormy Monday was a jam session at the studio, and they put it on the <laughs> B side, and it became his hit. Yeah, 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 and plus some of these some of these label owners, how can you trust those guys to know anything? Well, things are different now. Artists control yes. their own yeah. music and the way they want it to be without having to fight about it nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did did, did you make up this set yourself? Uh, yeah, uh, Peter and I, we kind of and and some of the guys, we kind of went mm-hmm. across some stuff and. Uh, yeah, we, we 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 you know we made it a band a group thing. You know what I mean? I uh, because some of the songs that I want to do, that I wanted to do, um, would would require a lot of rehearsal because I hate playing anything if I can't nail it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean it's got to be right and. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes to make things right, you got to play them and play them and play them and play them until you get them to feel right, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys who's like, yeah, that's close enough. No. Yeah. No. I can't tell you how many times I have gone to hear a band on their like CD release, and yeah. ha- and had the and had the gig be better than what was on the album because they had been they had taken it out on the road for so long. Right. Nope. Well, um, it there's well, what what happens is you you there's one thing to uh, to play to play a song, but you have to feel it and uh, know it, and that's that's how the real essence of of the feeling comes out when you when you really know it and you play it. Mm-hmm. You're feeling it as opposed to just doing it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite Freddie King tune? Yeah, the one that I'm going to do called "Pack It Up." Pack it up, gotcha. Go that's that's uh, because for me, <clears throat> I've been doing straight up blues, blues for so many years, and uh, I have a tendency to want to do the funkier groove blues uh-huh it had more energy i mean of course you can do slow blues and it's going to have energy which we will do but i like it when you go on the funky side of things like a james brown meets the blues you know kind yeah of thing. Mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. uh to play funk you know 
seeing the blues guitar players can play all the licks, all the blues licks you want to hear, and you can hear the guitar playing, but you got to feel the drums and the bass mm-hmm. with the feelings. If you mm-hmm. can't feel it, I don't care what you play, and you ain't got no feeling behind it, no support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not going to come out right. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with drums, you're supposed to fit drums and bass. We're the foundation. So you're supposed to feel us as opposed to hearing us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, Albert Albert King had a, had a, a huge um, uh, soul and funk side to his music. Yeah, because he came out of stacks with came L. Out, Jackson. Absolutely. He produced some you know absolutely so yeah. you gotta you know the drums are very important and which i, I talk about on my drumio videos on uh, mm-hmm. about playing with with some snap you can't be loose and goosey loosey on mm-hmm. drums you gotta mm-hmm. make it you gotta make it it's gotta be solid man mm-hmm. you can't be mm-hmm. you, you gotta play with conviction you know yeah 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 and grooves not a whole lot of licks Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite drummer that played with Albert? No. 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 You ever hear him with the with the meters on that New Orleans Heat album with Zig? Yeah, I've I, I've heard that, but that's more that's more of a flavor taste, different taste uh, for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the meters. There's nobody funkier than in the way they do funky stuff, but mm-hmm. but the funk that I like is uh, that stuff that Cropper and uh, yeah. Al Jack, those guys are doing that Memphis funky stuff, like the yep. Barcade. Yep. yep. You know, yep. Mm-hmm. like he, the way they set it up. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, pop, boom, boom, pop. You know, it's got it's got a pocket in there that's. You know, when you're playing blues, Albert King blues like that, the drummer got to be in solid in the pocket, and the bass got to gro- just got to groove, man. You can't be playing skippity doo down the drums. Well, not for Albert King. I've I've seen Albert King, where where somebody one of his one, I guess it might have been his drummer, or maybe his trumpet player, wasn't doing what he wanted, and he stopped the band and gave him gave him shit right on stage. Well, that's the way he was. Wasn't yeah. It? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I toured with him and I played with him. He he he, he tried some of that stuff with me, but it didn't work. <laughs> well, I wouldn't expect it to. But I remember shaking hands with him, and he had a. It's, it's like it was like shaking hands with a pillow. It was amazing. That guy, guy's hands, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, he was. You had if you knew him good, and he and and uh, you weren't you weren't belligerent or disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You could argue. You could argue with him or debate with him. Like <laughs> he respected me because I was BB's drummer and Bobby Blue Bland's drummer, and we were all good. We were all like family. Uh-huh. But but he had this thing like he would turn around and pull the microphones off my drums. <laughs> like, wow! Like mics mic stands with the holding the mics over the toms and the, the kick. He come turn around and pull him out he wanted to be the loudest thing on stage <laughs> then, between, then between songs i get up put them back on start playing. <laughs> he look at me like that boy they're crazy <laughs> that's <laughs> but funny. I, i've seen i've seen him take, take that pistol out of his pocket and 
I seen him smack a couple of guys one time with it on stage. Wow. I didn't see that, but I I, I did see him give the guy a, a real raft of shit. I'll tell you that. Well, I saw it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> so okay, everybody wants to know one thing: Are you gonna mm-hmm. play? Are you gonna play? The thrill is gone. I know nah. that. I know that's like asking to. It's like asking a band to play Mustang Sally. I understand that, but there's. Well, a, I mean, but people love it. Of course we're gonna play the thrill is gone. I mean I okay. asked I asked Mr. King one time and we were sitting somewhere and I said, You ever get tired of playing the thrill is gone? He said, No, son. Why would I get tired of that? That's <laughs> what people made a hit. I was like, uh, they asked me to play it, I'm gonna play it. No, I never get tired of playing it. It's the thing that keeps us eating. Like to eat, You know, Les McCann said the same thing to me about uh, compared to what? Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's like asking Willie Nelson if he ever gets tired of playing on the road again. Right. You know, I mean, right. Right. This signature hit that yeah. really put, yeah. put him out there in a way that the other songs didn't, even even though he, they got a lot of songs that you you know are theirs, but. That was his his major hit. Thrill is gone, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play it the way he played it. Though I'm not gonna try to make it something different. I'm gonna play it his way. That's great. What, is there a difference? What do you mean? What, what, you know the way he played it than other people. I mean, did, did he do something special, or what was it? Well, haven't you heard others try to do the Thrill is Gone? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. All right. Well, the thing is, you know, people people love it. People just love it. They just they can't, you know, they 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 not only do they expect it, they really truly love it. You know, you know that. I don't have to tell you that. Well, it's a good tune. It's a good song. You know, and <laughs> yeah. like I said, I'm gonna make it with the flavor that he played it, not. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard people do it, and they sound like a, a cover band doing an <laughs> unfinished song. So yeah, yeah. The ingredient missing of, of what makes the. I don't. I don't. I don't think uh, any artist wants to do people's songs and make it be exactly like the record. But if you don't play the main parts that's in the record the main ingredients then you, you're missing something that's what i i know mm-hmm. 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 i understand well listen i, I hope i hope that uh, you have a great time i hope it's not too hot down there for you uh that's uh that's uh, uh that's the um that's the fifth monday the fifth two shows yeah. you got two shows two that sh- day yeah yeah it's gonna and, be uh, fun it's gonna it's gonna be fun, you know. It's just, I mean, we're rehearsing tonight, but the rehearsal, the first rehearsal was just so much fun. It felt like we were gigging, just didn't have any people around. It felt like, wow. man, I'm a gig. It was just everybody's playing so good and everybody's enthusiastic and not going through the motions. And I mean, but, I was sweating at rehearsal like I was on the gig. <laughs> Well, you know, I mean, you don't have to. Nobody's stuck at home anymore. I know, man. You know, free. Yeah, yeah. Some people are free, and some people are very expensive. 
Well, uh... <laughs> all right, man. Listen, thank you. Uh, thanks for your time. Glad we're not killing. The, we're not. We're not dying from the heat. And uh, have a great gig. It's great to talk to you. I'll be listening to it on the radio, but uh, you know, I'll be there with you. Well, I appreciate you. I always appreciate you. You you do so much getting our music out to the people and what, how we're feeling and thinking, and don't stop doing it, okay? I appreciate that. Thanks a lot. You're welcome, bro.